Skype of Cthulhu presents The Call of Cthulhu Campaign Horror on the Orient Express <laughs> Okay, I'm, I'm trying to remember. Can someone remind me? Um, who was actually present in the baggage cart at the end of last session? Uh, could my recollections it was the police officers Toma and Yan it was Toma and Yan and Henri 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 was there yes okay oh Um, missing. I didn't read that one in the notes yeah that's funny yeah Lloyd Lloyd was Lloyd was continuing his uh uh his 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 very um impressive job of guarding this in the back room (laughs) Which yeah. he's been doing, you know, which he's been doing wonderfully at, uh, and I have no idea where Jean Paul was. I think we just, well, I think, I think we just forgot about him. Jean Paul, how much do you like garlic? You know, in the in the right situation, it's an amazing, an amazing <laughs> smell. But I feel like this may be a little, little beyond the uh, the norm, and it's missing the butter, mm, yes. yep. which is really what balances it. I may be just outside the um, uh, wherever the uh, simulac- simulacrum is. And I'll probably be sitting on top of the chest yes. with my um, shotgun out. Mm-hmm. Very well. Um, okay, so uh, Toma, um, the 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 ash is settling around you, and you see. See a member of the the Orient Express staff comes storming down. It's you recognise him as the the chef de train. What? What in the heavens happened here? <clears throat> I will flash my Sophia police badge. <laughs> police, <laughs> nothing to worry bomb? about. No, no, nothing to worry about. Nothing, nothing to see here. Just Move along. Dirty separatists. No, just a bit, just a. Little spot of uh, little spot of dust. You could you could do well to keep your train a little cleaner. Perhaps you could perhaps you could summon the steward and have him clean this place up. It is rather filthy back here. Boss talk roll, please. <laughs> closing the uh, closing the coffin and the coffin is gone. The coffin has oh, the exploded. Oh, the whole thing is gone. Too. Okay. Yeah, it, okay. it's it's you are covered in in sort of. Uh, about an inch of of ash everywhere in the room. All the uh, all the other chests and and bags are covered as well. Gotcha. Um, you've got you've got some sort of amusing little um, uh, silhouettes on the ground where where your bodies have shielded the um, uh, the, the ground from being covered in ash. So you can see the outline of uh, yourself and Henri and Jan. And no, I don't make my fast talk roll. This was a bomb, wasn't it? No, no, They must have hit a bomb in that coffin. Oh, well, no, 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 nothing like that, nothing like that. Yes, uh, as I said, I suggest you get the steward back here and uh, get some some workers, clean this place up. Uh, Can't believe the Orient Express is keeping their baggage cars so dirty. What would the passengers (laughs) think, man, really? I see, I... Yes, yes. This this was a undercover operation. <laughs> well, you can you can count on me. Oh goodness, whatever. Come on, Jan, Henri, let's go. Yes. Well, well. 
thank you. I, even even if we can't talk about it, I, I know you've done a great service for us all. I'll, I'll give him a little. I'll give him a little nod. Okay, and he starts barking orders at his staff to mm. clean up. We were asking the um, the one that was with with us. There was one of of the guys that worked at the Orient Express. We were asking him who was the what was the name of, of whoever broke the um, uh, Jesus this thing the here coffin. There was the coffin here. Yeah. Um. Uh, 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 let, let, let me check the, uh, the, the, the manifest. Um, uh, come this way, come this way. Okay. And uh, goes out and there's a um, sort of a uh, clipboard attached to a wall and he, he looks at it and looks at the passenger list and he says, ah, um, I'm sure it was, it was, it was, it was, I can't remember now. I just, uh, mm. it was a gentleman, and he, 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 I can't remember his name. How strange. He, next thing I know, I'm, I'm bringing this, this, this thing on board. Where was this? When uh, was this? Oh, back in, um, back in Sofia. Was that during the day, or I'm, this is a question for the keeper. When did we board the train in Sofia? What time of day? Um, <laughs> good question. When did you? Um, uh, 5 p.m. train to Constantinople. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Which in February is probably just I don't know, actually. Could be dark. And not in Bulgaria. Not in Bulgaria, okay. <laughs> or enough south. Yeah. Well, no worries. Come on, Jan, Henri, let's get back to uh, Mr. Edwards. Okay. <laughs> ah. Make your way back and... There's, there's, there's a lot of strange looks being thrown your way by the other passengers. Mm-hmm. Especially Gentlemen, you are, uh, you are in blackface. <clears throat> Quite a look for you. You must well, be cleaned good, up. The good news is that we avenged the, the mayor. <clears throat> there's one less vampire in the world. Huh. I'm amazed there was one more, but I guess we saw him in... Italy, France, somewhere. Italy, I think. Well, I did. Did we? I did. Did we? I know I had asked this question last time, but <clears throat> were we able to identify that this vampire was the Italian one, or did we? Ide- or did we say <laughs> yeah. that it wasn't? Yeah, um, we it was. Uh, it wasn't the same. Uh, no, no, no. It was the same. Uh, after we described what we saw to um, Jean Paul. Uh, he said that, based on what Elsa described in the clock tower, yes, that okay. was exactly the same thing. Mm. Okay. Okay. And I think he was there. I think Jean Paul was was there with Elsa when that all happened. And I remember seeing out in the street when uh, 
it seemed like he went to help Elsa in the boat by attacking the boat. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. On the yeah. Must have been Venice. Okay. <clears throat> I just couldn't remember which way, <laughs> which way that had gone. Okay, so that was the Italian vampire. Okay. The vampire. Well, perhaps he was the last of his kind. Then. We can hope. Wow. I believe he thought the simulacrum was his, so now that he's he dead... He said it was... Yeah, he said it was his skin. So, oh. I guess we're done, right? That's it. Well, well there's still the cult. And we've yes. got a <laughs> And we still have to destroy the simulacrum. But, I mean, if you go back far enough from the stories that started things off. I mean, could have been, he been the, um, that Fenelik? Oh, Count Fenelik? Ooh. Wow. I guess because maybe... All that time in the, all that time guarding the, the, uh, the simulacrum has given you a lot of, a lot of time to think. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because he had the simulacrum at one stage mm-hmm. in France. My my only real concern here with 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 this idea is that it seems a little unlikely that uh, such an ancient and powerful creature. And such a deadly artifact could be dispatched so easily by a French manservant. <coughs> he is not just any manservant. <laughs> <laughs> and he is French. You see my point. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. <laughs> well, the, the good thing is that it is gone. Um... Now, the, whoever brought the coffin into the the Orient Express, that's who we need to be looking for right now. Agreed. Yeah, because we have to somehow destroy this thing to stop it falling into the wrong in the wrong hands. <laughs> well, how do we know he didn't bring the coffin on himself? Um, because that last session, Jonathan had said that someone had made him bring on the coffin. But if that's already, well, that's, that's what already I'm saying. been. Maybe it was right, the vampire himself who brought his own coffin on during the day. In the day, Cause, yeah, we just need to remember at what time did we stop at Sophia? If he was during the day, then it's a very unlikely possibility. Well, who says vampires cannot walk around the streets during the day? Well, this one wasn't. What kind of strange Western idea is this? <laughs> um, question. When in the caves, was that during the daytime? That Jasmine died? Jasmina died? She yes. has no idea when she finally died. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was, there was a thing of sunlight coming down through the ceiling yeah. that kept the, the beasts at bay. Which means that they means that they can be 
the hour awake during the day. Well, not that any they're, they're awake, but not that any of us would know that. <laughs> right. So, um, uh, Jan and Toma um, will remember when they left the caves, um, being chased by the creatures within. Um, when they emerged into the daylight, the creatures ran into the daylight and were, you know, their, 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 their skin seemed to, to burn under the sunlight and they oh, retreated right. into the shadow. It was, it was the direct sunlight that, um, that affected them. Was that a cave full of vampires? I I guess now that you think about it, yes. I mean, did it look similar to this creature that we just destroyed? Well, those who were there would remember that they, they had the strange fangs. Their skin mm-hmm. did not seem as, as, you know, mottled and leathery. And scarred. Do you remember that the bodies of the cultists? There were fewer bodies when you were exiting. Right. Almost as if the bodies became the vampires. But weren't they all missing their heads? No. Some of them were. Some. Okay. Huh. So then that would just make it more sensible that someone else brought this on if it was not after sundown when we boarded, when, unless he boarded the train, a different train. Perhaps if the if the porter could be um, induced to walk walk the train, uh, he would recognize the person, even though he can't remember them right now. I do not have ideas. That's not my job. Neither do I. I have fifty-eight. I can burn three lives. To make it a success. Oh, I don't need Somebody. to. Perfect. Anyone can also make an occult roll if they, uh, they have the skill. I'll try that. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, I'll burn ten luck and make it make that a success on my occult. I, I thought Randall passed his idea roll. Not, idea? That I, not that I dislike you burning luck. I think it's always great fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, for the, the occult. Year, oh, okay. If, if there's different info to be gleaned. <laughs> um, okay, so if you if you make the occult or make the idea roll, you 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 remember tales and legends of the the ability of vampires to mesmerize and hypnotize and sure. generally play with people's memories. Command them to do things against their will. Does anyone, do any of you know the art of uh, of hip, hypnosis? Mm. 
heard of it, but I've not don't know it myself. I think a hypnotist could could pull the information from the porter's mind, even if he can't remember it consciously. If only there were one available to us. If only we had a gypsy with us. But <laughs> 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 we finally need a gypsy. Clearly, that is where this whole thing has gone wrong. There are no gypsies on this on this train anymore. I knew a couple of them. I think three. Right. Um, yes, but perhaps the porter could be induced to uh, to do a a room check of some sort and look at everybody and see if one sort of um, brings. Brings his memory back a little. Uh, well, I Goes around to... checking for dirty towels or something. Well, I have to say, I think that's a bit of a pointless exercise, but uh, if you would like to do yeah. so, uh, I, I can. I will stay here. I've... Well, it's the I... porter that would have to do it, obviously. Well, yes, but I don't you, think you would have to go with him. You would have to go with him, clearly. I would? Well, somebody would. That would be most unseemly. Why would, why would anyone go with him? Well, if he suppose he does find this hypnotist of yours, no, who, no, no, whoever, to look for the man. Yes, yes. Well, clearly, whoever the brought whole... the coffin on has hypnotized the porter to begin with, right? That's why the porter right. does not remember. So, if the porter right. finds him again and is alone, what's to keep whoever this is from simply hypnotizing him again? Well, hopefully, the the, the person would would think that the porter was simply checking for dirty towels and wouldn't wouldn't realize that he'd been recognized. Ah, but couldn't the, so. but couldn't the vamp, vampire have hypnotized him to bring it on? That's, yeah. That seems the coffin? That's possible. more likely. Yeah. No, no, uh, at, if, he, if he wasn't in direct sunlight, if he was, say, inside the station house mm. and asked them to, and told him to bring it on, well, to take it fun. on using his ability... Well, that was my contention from the beginning. That the yeah. vampire simply brought it on himself. Yeah, I, I'm agreeing with you. I think the vampire may have done it himself. I don't think he would have needed somebody else to bring it on. Well, then perhaps we should have some lunch. Excellent idea. After you, I uh, agree. gentlemen, get cleaned up. Henri, you're a mess. <laughs> yeah, you're all a bit dusty. And for some reason, we smell all of garlic. <laughs> garlic and shotgun powder and something, something else. Can't quite place. <laughs> Perhaps you would like a sample of this dust. I am sure it is. It would be fairly unique in the salons of Paris. Ah, perhaps you're right. Uh, vampire <laughs> ash perfume. I think that would... I could sell maybe maybe 50 bottles of it for... Oh, I like that. Ah, just to the elite. You should, you could, oh, you should call it you could, Twilight. Oh. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Lose 10 points of sanity. Uh, <laughs> uh, my soul. You could, oh, always, you could always have some sort of eternal life tagged to us. Oh, nice. Yes. 
And so as you um as you sit there covered in ash and uh, the train rolls through the countryside. It's late by this point. It's probably sort of well, one, two in the morning. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I'm going to bed then. <laughs> yeah, that's a good plan. <laughs> yeah, bed. I did not realize the time. Well, we should take turns to sleep. Well, you, you, you men have been busy. You should sleep. We'll. Uh, we can stay up for a while longer yet. Okay. I'll call for the porter to bring us some drinks. Best idea yet. Okay. That can certainly be arranged. Um, the, the at at some point a um, uh, porter will come by and knock on the door and uh, say, "There's been a." a couple of complaints about the um, rather pungent smell coming from your cabin. Um, Sorry, our um, French friend here likes his escargot too much. Uh, uh, yes, yes. Well, yeah. um, a heavy garlic. We can open the window. Yes. Oh, very well. Very well. Okay. And perhaps even after he leaves, we can Wash um, <coughs> some of the uh, of the garlic oil off the simulacrum. Okay, can certainly do that. <clears throat> so the train continues. Some of you get some rest and sleep, um, and the rest of the evening passes relatively uneventfully. Next morning, you can wake. <clears throat> Staff will probably awaken you for breakfast at around 8 a.m. Okay. Okay. Yep. At that point, you still have still have about four hours or so before you are due to arrive into Constantinople. breakfast <clears throat> I will head for the uh, dining car mm-hmm. a member of staff will um, will ask your party if you have planned your accommodation for Constantinople uh, we have we have not yet I, I believe What uh, what do you recommend? Uh, well, the um, the Orient Express uh, Wagon Lee Company uh, owns a, uh, a grand hotel, uh, the Pera Palace. It is um, it is the finest hotel in Constantinople. Well, that's the correct one, then, please. Yes, yes. Make us uh, three, three, four rooms, please. So we will uh, we will arrange that for you when we arrive. Um, Thank you. For all of your party? Yes, yes. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. Shall be done. Thank you, thank you. 
obviously we can stay somewhere else if we want to. But. <clears throat> we have a nice breakfast. And enjoy the uh, beautiful countryside going by. Um, and eventually, it's around midday, you begin the approach into Constantinople itself. You see the uh, the train sweeps around the coast. You go past the remains of the old city walls, Constantinople. Past the ancient Hippodrome and the former palace on the hill. Ah, uh, yes. Been reading about yeah. these things. <clears throat> They're lovely. You, you just see, you know, there's there's minarets everywhere and mosques and. I, I almost into... feel like I've been here before. <laughs> it was a uh, like a yeah. dream. Yes, I remember reading that book. Yeah, amazing to see it in person. How much yes. of the old has remained, and and yet how much new there is. <clears throat> and finally, the Orient Express pulls into Sakechi Station. At half past twelve on the dot, mm. your two thousand mile journey is complete. All right. Well, champagne <laughs> can certainly be arranged while um, staff begin process of unpacking all your bags and arranging your onward transport. <clears throat> I would like to have a, a toast to. Uh... Well, to those who are still here and those who are no longer with us, but it has been an amazing journey so far, and uh, I hope we will continue to see success. Indeed, a toast. To the major. <laughs> to the major. I have no idea who all these other people are. Right, right. So who's um who's staying with the uh, the simulacrum trunk? Henri, I will do so. Okay. okay. Well, the members of staff come and uh, offer to to take your trunk out, and put it with the rest of your luggage. Okay, uh, I will go with them. Um, load my my gun. You know, as I walk out. How many of 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 they are there? I actually, actually, no, 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 We 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 can get that. Come on, Henri. You and I can carry this. Okay. Uh, if you're sure. Uh, yes. 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 It's yes. Fine. How many members of staff are there? Um, well, quite a few. Uh, this is this is the final stop. Everyone's departing, um, and uh, there's yeah, there are there are members of the Wagon Lee Company who who are based here, porters and other such stuff. So it's, it's there's a there's a lot of bustle in the station. Um, you're sort of in a <clears throat> uh, your own sort of. Orient Express platform, 
you can you can see beyond it there is the the, the hustle and bustle of <coughs> hundreds of different cultures and languages all mingling together to see you see members of the uh, the Turkish police and clearly some kind of customs desk is set up uh, you're going to have to to pass through that. Okay. Okay. Pull out my passport. Walk up. <clears throat> okay. Uh, so the members of the Orient Express company say, "Well, if um, if you'd like to leave your bags here, uh, we can uh, we can." Uh, escort you over to the customs and uh, get your documents checked. Very well. Okay. Perhaps to take it in turns. Yeah, so leave Henri here to watch the bags while we all check in, and then he can check in himself. Perhaps, oh, I, perhaps I will stay with Henri. I'm not certain that... Uh... Very well, these, very these, well. these Orient Express folks seem awfully uh, anxious to separate us from our luggage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I will stay with Henri. The rest of you go, and then Henri and I can. <clears throat> okay. So you um you eventually navigate your way through customs and uh, passport checks. There's there's various questions and uh, people double checking and triple check checking your documents but uh, eventually you are all eventually we pay enough cleared for entry <laughs> absolutely yes uh, you get yeah. get the stamps in your documents and uh, are free to um, free to enter well we should go across the river to the uh, to the hotel it's a little bit of a shame staying so far out of town, but it, it does seem worth it to stay in a nice place. <clears throat> the um, <clears throat> the Orient Express staff will um, uh, arrange transportation for you. It is part of the package if you stay at the Para Palace. I mean, it's apparently a bad neighborhood. It's just across the street from the British consulate, but I'm sure it will be okay. Are we uh, ready for that? Take a top couple of taxis and head over? Yep. Yep. Sounds good. All right. <clears throat> okay. There you make your way out into the city and you see it is just crowded and busy and um, very dirty um, unfortunately one of the uh, dirtiest in Europe uh, someone has already noted in the notes <laughs> um, Make your way to the hotel. 
Yep. And uh, looks as grand and impressive as uh, as some of the finer hotels you stayed in in the other great European cities. Excellent. Staff usher you in and help you with your bags, show you to your rooms. Do we um, recall from reading the journal flashback to here, um, <laughs> Professor Demir, the uh, our flashback characters met and spoke with. Um, is there any chance we know which university he's a professor? Is he at the Imperial University, for example? <clears throat> um, good question. Let's have a look. Professor yeah. Which flashback was that? It's uh, very, it's on very early one. <laughs> the, yeah, yeah, the nine. The, the, the Constantinople. The eighteen nineties one, right? Mm. Yeah, I'm looking for a yeah. and the one about the fez. Mm-hmm. Right, the blood red fez. Probably not the oh, dark. God. Probably not the dark ages one. Yeah. Session nine. <laughs> That red fez one was dark, though. That, was, that dark. was dark. Well, and I'm worried now because it says so. Professor Demir requesting requested the fez be brought to him. <coughs> and we told um, how well that went. A... <laughs> I, I, I will tell you the professor was was retired um, at yeah. the time of the scenario. Um, it wasn't it wasn't entirely his choice, but the the Ottomans closed two of the main universities that he worked for um, previously, mm. which were Istanbul University and the University of Marmara. Okay. So maybe so. Do we have any idea again on how? I guess what I really interested is how we might contact him, or how he would have been contacted in eighteen ninety three. And if you know if we have any sort of lead in from that, I don't even know if he's still alive, of course. <laughs> but. I don't remember how we hook bites doctor in the face. That's not nice. Colleague um, <laughs> of Smith from Constantinople. So even Professor Smith. Do we know if Professor Smith is still alive? So he was—he was on his deathbed. He died, right? He was dying. He was dying. He wasn't. He was dying very badly so burned. He was, yeah. yeah. Oh, and he's in hiding. Mm. Yeah, he was in hiding yeah. from people trying to kill him, and he was really badly hurt from them trying to burn his house down. Right, yeah. but we he might be able burned. to. Because we might be able to send a note to his manservant uh, to see if we can get information about Professor Demir. 
So if you if you do the maths based on what you know from the journal, um, the professor, if he were still alive, would be in his late eighties. Yeah. Sort of what well, I was we, imagining. We could always ask at the Imperial University. Right. Yeah, we could certainly start there. And do we have any other leads? Other? What did the professor say to us? Well, we should at least try to figure out where this well, shunned mosque is, right? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Is seems rather right. important thing to know. And out of character, is that the same place that the Constantinople flashback? Uh, is that that same building? Or do we not know that? You would know um, that you're talking about the, the Dark Ages flashback. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> The Devil's Simulary. So you have a well. You have you have the book. You have a. This is in Latin. Did you have a translation of that, or someone? Some. Someone I think I, I think it was translated. Yes. No, no. Okay. Lloyd Lloyd read it. Okay. Um, so Lloyd, you would know that the the showdown in that happened in um, something that was called the the Red Tower. The Red Tower, yes. Um, it was it was not a mosque, um, but you you know the rough location of where that would have been. Um, well, that seems as good a place as any to start looking. Also, there's yeah. something else we need to find as well, which I think the university might be helpful is the scrolls because we haven't seen any sign of them on our trip the Sadafkar scrolls and that's got the ritual to destroy the right Right. we only have the one yeah we've got the one the head the scroll of the head isn't it Myers So this red tower, should we start there? Well, perhaps some of us should... Well, I, I would like to go look for this mosque, so the red tower seems a good place to start. But perhaps some of us should go look for this old professor as well, at least see if he's still alive. He might be able to direct the towards the scrolls as well. So, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um... Okay, who of you speaks Turkish? Who speaks Maybe Turkish? we need a translator. <coughs> I do. Uh, Russian. Not me. Not I. No. Do you? <coughs> I do. Oh. I look askance at my Bulgarian colleague and wonder why he does not speak any Turkish. How much Turkish? Would Turkish be the? It wouldn't be Bulgarian. No. 
<laughs> you don't okay. re- you don't remember the classes in Turkish they taught us at the academy. <laughs> well, then I guess I speak Turkish. There there was there was there was that hour of Turkish during our training day. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> I don't speak Turkish. <laughs> so members of the hotel will advise that you um Hire a scribe. Um, by that they mean they mean a guide who is literate. Mm-hmm. We can uh, do that. Okay, we we'll advise. Uh, well, the best way is to go to the uh, the Grand Bazaar, um, and you will find well many things, anything you want, but. Um, there is an area, and it gives you directions where the uh, the scribes will set up, and uh, should be able to hire someone. You're telling me that the finest hotel in Eastern Europe is telling us to go to the bazaar and pick some stranger up to guide us. <laughs> Does seem that way. <sighs> Not staying here again. Well, you guys do that. <clears throat> Mr. Edwards and I will go find this tower and see if we can start tracking down the mosque. If if you want the hotel to to, to go and hire a scribe for you, they they will do that. So they'll just go pick someone off the street for us. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's cousin. (laughs) No, I think if you guys go and do that, we'll go and look for the um, the red tower. I don't understand how we will get to the bazaar. Uh, perhaps they can tell the taxi man for us or something. Yes, yes. I mean, the bazaar is downtown, I assume. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Go back across it's the river and. Actually, not far from the um, Imperial University. Right, right. Everything is down there. Yeah. I... Good luck, gentlemen. Come along, Mr. Edwards. Let's go. Yep. Jonathan, basically, uh, I, I'm kind of going through the uh, the flashback of Constantinople. Uh, the how I remember that uh, the thing had an armor. Is this what the what the simulacrum was an armor or yes or the difference yeah yeah so and then he kept yelling about it being his skin so yeah what if and and this goes even deeper down the rabbit hole maybe he was Fenelik but maybe Fenelik was this uh I forget his I forget his name now but the the wizard that had the Simulacrum originally. <clears throat> mm, that's a possibility. So it's strongly implied that uh, the in in twelve oh four in Constantinople you had sorry, just a second. 
it was Sedefka himself in the tower. Right. Didn't, didn't, mm-hmm. didn't, yeah. Now, didn't. you had another flashback scenario in 330 AD. Remember the Roman Roman soldiers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Tilius Corvus? Mm-hmm. Do you remember what they called Tilius Corvus at the end of the scenario? Only if we search for him. <laughs> Let me do search. In flashback, that flashback. Order of the combo. Tilius Corvus is a natural born. Beloved commander. Must be near the end. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Um... Covered in a fountain of blood. Oh, he has some different symptoms here. Oh, he, he became some sort of vampire at the end. Yes. He flew away. Detached yeah. and haunted. Corvus, vampire. Corvus cuts down people after killing his wife in Balasir. Supernaturally strong. Oh, and he sucks some blood. Turns into yeah, a bat and flies away. Doesn't actually say what he was called. <laughs> Maybe that was Count Fenelik. <clears throat> that would certainly make sense and tie everything together. Although he's dead now, so I'm not sure why it matters. <laughs> right. <laughs> so Marcus, Marcus became the vampire, right? And then we facing again a Sedekar already. Why well, didn't? Oh, maybe we were able to kill him because he didn't have his armor on. Hmm. So you know that Sedefka was killed. Right. Yeah, yeah, Sedefka was killed. Remember that we we killed Sedefka. Mm-hmm. And took the armor. Now remind me how we were able to and this is the thing, right? How the armor became like whole pieces. They joined together, I think, at the seams. I don't think we ever saw them joined together. We, Well, being joined together, we saw them all together and were taught how to split the parts with uh, yeah. by hitting the joints. Yeah, but yes. the question is, the, what, we have, the, the, I mean, what we have now is not something you could wear. It's a like, piece of Correct. statue. There's, oh, no, right. there's no hollow bits Correct. to put yourself into, but... Uh, it's just magic. Uh, Some kind of magic. Yeah, we, we don't have any information on in that regard, do we? I don't think we ever read anything. That's why we, that's why we need the scrolls. That's why we need the scrolls. And the scrolls are meant to have the ritual to destroy. Okay. Um, so let's backtrack a little bit. We get the scroll of the head. Right? Yeah, which is mostly rambling. 
Do we have any any clues from where to find the other scrolls? No. Which is only, why I signed, signed the university. <laughs> only in that we were... I thought there was somebody that Smith was having us meet in... Or maybe it's just go to Constantinople and find the scrolls. It was just go to Constantinople. It was in the red phase that they had someone and we had to meet. I remember, you know, the we miss, let's see, I'm trying to think, the the scroll of the head is, is it the one we removed from the, the Duke? Yes, that's the one we got, that um, we had, you had to go into the, during the other reality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The problem I see is that the other pieces we found of the simulacrum, they, you know, I don't see how the scroll was something that was going to be with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, well, yeah, no, they, they have been all in separate places. Uh, is there any information... Um, what happened to the the scrolls, to the other scrolls, or any of the flashbacks? No. Except for, wouldn't Sadefka, I mean, the, the only clue I can think of, Sadefka was in Constantinople when he, when the scrolls. So maybe the Red Tower... Maybe they're still there. Yeah, that's a good point. A thousand well, years, eight hundred years later. Maybe they never left. I don't know if they'll do that. Or they're being taken into um, the university, which is why. Right. Right. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe we should, you know, go to uh, the library of the university and kind of start reading some some history books. You know, even some that, you know, people may consider now just folklore. I don't think this is considered, like, real real history, right? So we, we need to start looking for folklore books and uh, see if we can get with Siddhartha uh, at some point. Let's, let's hit the, the university and... and uh, and split so some of us can do some research. So maybe we would do better to hire a student translator than someone from the bazaar. Oh, just wait. I'm just looking back. Um, also, from the 1204 AD, um... It says Baldwin sent the pieces of Simulacrum back to Merivac, but then was betrayed by the leper. The ship had gone, the guards around drained of blood. If we go east, the monk is known as Fenelik. So the leper monk from that time period is known as Fenelik. Uh. So... 
so I'd say this vampire is definitely the Roman guy and then into during the whole Sedefka and then to now chasing us. I have a reference that says that uh, Fenelik was also the owner of the yeah. piece of simulacrum during the French Revolution. Yeah. Or oh, before the French Revolution, yeah. Yeah, no, I think we'll go with our... I mean, my view is Lord and Tom are, and, I mean, the two of, I, two of us um, go to find this red tower and you guys get a translator and go to the university. So today is Saturday. Which might be fine. Um, yeah, I'm game for that. <laughs> so you've decided? Except I think they do it the other way. Go to the university and look for a translator. I'm sure at the university they speak uh, <laughs> French uh, and, and other un uncivilized languages. <clears throat> okay, so who's going where? Looks like Lloyd and Toma are looking for the Shunned Mosque and the Red Tower. Okay. Yep. And then everyone else to the university? Yep. Okay. Yes. Yep. Okay. Go, go. Are see if uh, we can oversee the, the research, maybe pay a couple of students. The library. Okay. <clears throat> Sounds good. Okay, then. Um, so, Toma and Lloyd, where are you actually going? You're going, you, you know, you know, the rough area of Constantinople where the um, uh, Red Tower is located, but, um, you know, the, the, the notes you have, the journal, which doesn't have a map in it, doesn't have explicit directions. So you'll have to well, head out there and wander around. If we have a rough idea, that's that's where we start. Okay. Do they have visual memory? I don't know how the how the flashback sort of no. tie you, in. You just of, you just read in a. We're just reading it. An right? account. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It, it's not an actual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, we'll just go to the rough area and basically wander around, having a look and seeing if we can see any sort of existing um, landmarks that may tie into the story. Okay. Um, okay, let's start with the others. Jean-Paul, Ian, and Henri. So you are you're heading to which university? Uh well, you said the other two were closed down, so I think we would head to they were, the... They were closed in uh, 18... Oh, 1893. 93, yes. 
But they might be open now. You know so they're closed I, by the Ottomans. Right. Well, um, so there's the Imperial University, which is the only one marked on our current map. Right. Which would probably be a good place to start. Yeah. I think we could certainly see what it says about this here, if anything. Wow. Some crazy stuff. Well, there's a fine museum, too, that we could... Uh, We've had such good luck in museums. Um, but yeah, I think the Imperial Muse- uh, the Imperial University would be the one to, okay. uh, to go to. Okay, so you um, probably get on get on a taxi together. Um, takes you across the bridge. Um, that's when you'll more than likely split up as. Um, uh, Tom and Lloyd sort of head further north into um, Istanbul itself um, on the sort of south south coast of the, the Golden Horn um, while you guys head to the university library. Um, now the university is more accurately described as a college um it's it's not one of the great centers of higher learning but um it's uh it's 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 attempting to become a bit more of a a real university um you can you can head on in all right yeah, I well, I guess we, I guess we'll have to go to some sort of uh, languages, <clears throat> right? So they will know some English or French, Arabic translated. Yeah. yeah, I think if we find a library, a modern languages, or a, uh, I guess it would be sort of archaeology, anthropology. I don't know what Professor Demis was actually, or Demir was a professor of. I don't know. Maybe we could probably go to the office. But he wasn't, he was not a professor here. Um, But yeah, I guess if we find any of those buildings, we'll Well, maybe if he wrote maybe if he wrote any books, we could figure out what he was a professor on. So so maybe if we look in the library... There's yep. some books by him. Okay, so you can you head on into the to the univer- university. Um, you can you can find someone who speaks English or French or certainly a European language that you understand readily. Um, so educated people, um, they they will tell you that the, the the university has has a modest library. Um, Although the um, the library at the Topkapi Museum is um, is a much greater resource. Oh, okay. Um, you are certainly um, see. Well, if you can give me a credit rating roll, they will let you use the library here. That is a 
success. Okay. 30 out of 30. Um, seem happy to... Uh, to I, I also made a, a hard success. <laughs> they, will, they, will, they will let you use the university library if uh, you so desire. Excellent. Well, we'll start here. And, and we get a... Uh, so we found some people that can help us with the translation, right? Uh, yes, with, with, with application of some hard currency, you'll be able to uh, hire a student or two. Excellent. So let's see. We are looking for information on Professor Demir. Anything to do with Sadef Gar. And we may as well also look for this shunned mosque, right? Any references to that? Is that really what we're interested in? <laughs> well, see, what I was the saying is... Scrolls, the Sedefkar scrolls. Yeah, we're well, but any, any reference to Sedefkar, I assume. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And that's more like going to be in folklore or... Sure. Yeah. You know. Yep. Okay. Why don't you give me library use rolls? All right. Ooh. A ten. I also got a hard success. Okay. Um, Jan, give me a luck roll. Okay. Luck roll. I didn't pass my libraries. Well, that's good. Uh, Andre, uh, but you're doing I got a, a seven. Job. Extreme <laughs> success. Okay. Um, Jean-Paul, how did you do? Uh, I passed library use and an O2 on luck. Wow, we both got extreme lux. <laughs> and you're attending Jean-Paul. He's not feeling well. So. <laughs> He's still recovering. <coughs> Okay, so you head off into the stacks for um, a couple of hours, and Jan, you you uncover something incredibly interesting. Um, you find a history of Constantinople, and the name Sedefkar pops out. Hmm. Interesting. And you see that this history mentions he was a scholar of bad reputation who disappeared during the Fourth Crusade in 1204. Um, it's, a, it's a short passage in a long history. There's no mention of the simulacrum. However... There is a mention of a set of documents called the Sedefkar Scrolls. Oh, nice. Ancient documents held in the collection at the Topkapi Museum. Perfect. I will head straight back to the others <laughs> as soon as I see that. <laughs> um, Jean-Paul, while uh, Jan is off... Deep in the stacks, uh, investigating Sudefka, you've managed to uncover um, a map from 1910 
that lists more than 400 active mosques in Constantinople and the surrounding uh, countryside. Uh, you see some date from Byzantine times, some were once churches, others were constructed during the Ottoman era. You see there are new mosques being opened every year and the old ones are rebuilt or they, they fall into disuse. Um, it may take a while to to narrow down the list of candidates here. Oh, see, I thought his uh, luck roll was going to mean that it, instead of black and white, it was going to be color-coded by age. <laughs> um, but it, so this, the map actually gives uh, a construction date and some other information about each. Where available, each it, it will list sort of exact dates. Sometimes it's, it's more uncertain. Um, see, the further back you go in time, the greater the uncertainty is. And, um, but while you're pouring over this, you see, you see Jan just running back towards you. Jan, what have you found? Look, look, and I'll just put my finger right on that little paragraph of that passage. Ah, oh, that's wonderful. That must be them. We may show up at the museum just as... Some group of ne'er-do-wells has broken in and blown it up. But, uh... Gee, that sounds here, look, familiar. Look at, this, look at this map here. Um... Ooh! I, be- I believe this shows... Shows all the mosques, and... This shunned mosque... And, and where's... Let's see, is, is Lloyd's here with us, right? Yes, Lloyd. Lloyd's Didn't not here with us. not oh. with you, no. Oh, oh okay. So the Shunned Mosque, I'm just trying to see quickly here, is in Beto's notes. The only... So we have to get to... Okay, so known as the Shunned Mosque. So I... Let me... Looking... So we really need something which is at least the original home. So it must be at least... So that's interesting. So I need a building which was not a mosque because it predates... Islam, uh, that was converted to a mosque whenever, who cares, um, but something that, that is back from the, the 300s or earlier, so an ancient Roman uh, construction or, or something like that. Um, uh, does anything pop out on the, on the map of that nature? Oh, what just happened? Are there any, you know, we should also look for any sort of references on the Red Tower. Like. Ah, good. Yes. References to the Red Tower. Maybe in like a history of mosques and old buildings in Constantinople. That book, maybe. <laughs> you can try. Um, so you could you could stay here and spend uh, you know, a couple more hours looking through books. Oh yeah, we have the time. I think so. I think we can go to the museum later. That'll be fine. Yep. Yeah. 
Very exciting, no? Since we had such good luck finding our books at first. When when do we think the simulacrum was, was constructed? Was it built by Sadafgar? In the 1200s, or did it exist before then? Uh, it existed before then because the Romans, the simulacrum was in the Roman time. It was. So we so the so it says for the Shunned Mosque that we're that this is the original home of the statue. So I think we are looking for a building that dates dates back. Are right you away. sure the simulacrum existed in Roman times? No. Oh no, that was the knife. That was the meme Sahis. That was the story. Yeah. Yeah, just keeping people off. And I mean, it my is the Sedefgar is... simulacrum, so it seems like it could have been made by Sedefgar. Yeah. And and the Sedefgar scrolls. So maybe we're looking for something that just predates um, twelve hundred, which must still get rid of several hundred of the of the mosques. And these are active mosques, you say. Does it not show inactive mosques? Um, Are there any that yes, say they... Yes, well, it, it, okay. it does. Um, it's, you know, it, it, this is not a complete accurate guide, and it, right. it's clearly someone has attempted to compile a list of all the mosques, and it's, it's such a, an insane task. <laughs> well, perhaps Ari and I can spend a couple hours uh, looking over this list while uh, Jan continues his searches through the history books for the Red Tower. Yeah, there, there's got to be some sort of uh, cross-reference somewhere. Well, even if we just go through the, the map carefully through the list of mosques and um, well, look at the dates so my, and the my, my point is, I, I don't think, like, reading the notes that it was reference as the Red Tower because that was kind of the name. No, this, is, I bl- this is for the Shunned Mosque. So something right. that... Right. Yeah, the Red Tower would have to be found by its description. It was a fairly distinctive building, I think, once when we read about it. Right. And um, we can kind of... Uh, you know, I remember that the during the crusade, we kind of raided. That's when we kill, killed killed uh, Sadafkar. yes. Yes. Yep. So, so you know, history books, Jonathan, go around talk about the crusades here, Constantinople, and see if we can find any references. Actually, on okay. the scroll, we have a reference. We we have a reference of the of the location of the red tower. You know, it was kind of. You know, you know the rough location, um, and that's, yeah, that's and they're going to are, look for it. Are trying to look for currently. Yeah, they may find it just walking around. Mm-hmm. Right. So you could certainly um, use the the list that you have and the map that you have and and your search to that general area. Um, mm-hmm. Do we think the Shunned Mosque is near the Red Tower, though? Is there any reason for that? 
uh, I guess it was the home of the Sedefkar and Sedef of the simulacrum, and Sedefkar may have created the simulacrum, so maybe they would have been buildings near each other. Sure. Let's start in that neighborhood and look at the mosque. But I think we should spend a couple hours going through the map and seeing if we can pull out some likely suspects because we can eliminate all the new ones, mm -hmm. which has got to be most of them. And then, you know, everything, everything post-1204, 1203, we can eliminate. Um, and then see what's left and if anything seems interesting. Okay. Um, and so Jan was going to head off and look at history books again? Yes, in regards to those, uh, those two buildings. Okay. Um, Jan, give me a library's roll. Wow, I am rolling tens all day. Ah. Eighteen. Nice. Uh, that's a regular success. Okay. <clears throat> You find a reference to the Red Tower um, in a history of the Crusade. Um, okay. Let's see. Um, it describes its... Um, Describes that it was a sort of a seven floor high tower, um, was octagonal in shape. Um, the history notes that the, the, the tower itself was, was more a dark ochre than a, um, than a blood red, but um, blood red of its name came from its reputation for unholy events inside um, this history mentions that it was burned down um, uh, in the chaos surrounding the um, crusade this is in the fourth crusade mm -hmm. uh, it was burned down okay oh, they'll have fun looking for it yeah they will <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> I'll head back and uh, inform uh, Henri and Jean-Paul about that. Okay. Still, there's, there's going to be something that was built on top of what used to be the Red Tower. Absolutely. And maybe, and maybe there, you know, hidden somewhere. Mm, I don't know. I haven't found anything about the Shun Mosque. Right. So do we find anything in our map? In, in narrowing down our maps of anything, and the, does the red does the sorry the history include a map showing the location of the red tower? No. Okay. <laughs> um, so you have um, you can eliminate quite a few um, based on your criteria. You don't want ones that are um, too new. Um, 
unfortunately your 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 list of candidate mosques in the general region is um probably still numbers in around 40 or 50 okay and none of them have some sort of a a note about not being used any longer or um some other sort of shunning that might have occurred. <laughs> um, some are mentioned as um, you've sort of you've assembled a list of ones that that you either don't have information about whether they're still actively used. Mm-hmm. Um, some were certainly listed as being being shut down at various points, but you're uncertain as to whether they they reopened or not. You could probably you you would have to sort of cross reference this with some other sources and and spend spend a bit more time on this if uh All right. Well, let's um let's take our notes. We have uh, we have now ample notes that we've created with these lists and all that information as we've been cross referencing everything or as we've been sort of looking through the map. So we can leave the map and uh perhaps head to the museum. Okay. It's probably it's probably getting on for half past three, four o'clock at this at this time. You spent you spent a good few hours um yep. in the museum, uh, in the library here. Okay. Let's head back to Turner and Lloyd. So you eventually uh, arrive at your general destination, and uh, you are out on the crowded streets. And around you, see you see lots of uh, lots of buildings all clustered together. It's uh, it's very densely built up area. Lots of hustle and bustle. You can see sort of see several mosques from where you're standing. Do we see okay, a so seven-story tall octagonal towers? <clears throat> uh, make a spot hidden roll. Okay. Um, okay nope. I just rolled um, a zero one. I, I, <laughs> pa- I passed, but not that well. <laughs> <laughs> you do not. Okay, well, let's wander around, maybe you can ask a few locals whether they know of any, I mean it was, we do know it was damaged, fire damage to the north side, so uh, and Oak have not but read that's from our notes from the story so maybe you can ask locals whether they know of any any ruins Are there locals about? 
There are lots of locals about. <laughs> uh, are there <laughs> locals about who appear to be, you know, like a, some kind of a shop or? Some, yes. Some, first, first, someone old, and second, someone who's like not going anywhere. Um, a, a shop worker yes. or seven hundred years old, sitting in a cafe <laughs> or something like this. Ah, excuse there me. Are probably, yeah. Twenty candidates on this street alone. You could. Uh, I shall approach description one of them. I shall approach one of them. Okay. And uh, in my fluent Turkish. Are there any Crusader era towers around here? Something seven stories tall, octagonal, generally, perhaps that you know about? Make a Turkish roll. I don't have to make English rolls when I'm talking to the English folks among us. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you will from now on. Oh, <laughs> cripes. My Turkish is only like get? four points away from my... Uh, I am going to spend some luck and get a normal success. Okay, okay. You're asking for Crusader Towers... In the area, yes. Octagonal in shape. Octagonal Crusader towers. Yes. Mm. Yes. No, can't say I do. Sorry. Oh. How about old mosques, like really old mosques, <laughs> ones that nobody uses anymore, perhaps? Lots of those, yes. Oh. Any that are particularly not used for, you know, particularly local legends about haunted mosques or anything like that? Well, there are Don't go many there. legends. Don't go there or else. Well, share some of them with us, please. We would love to hear them. Um, uh, no, no, I, I don't think I will. Wow. I am a low level police officer. Psychology is not my job. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, uh, I don't want to talk to you. Go, go away now. Well, have a nice day, sir. I'll try someone else. You're obviously on to something. <laughs> Don't forget to mention that it's reddish, because that might stand out a bit more. The octagonal doesn't do it, but the color might. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know. I'm just guessing here. I'll I'll ask someone else. Same same questions. uh, I won't make your old language, Jane. That's just mean. Um... Uh, tower? No, I can't say I do. Um, Haunted old mosques? With the legends about stay away or else? Hmm. Well, you could, um... You could talk to Balab if, uh... He, he, he knows most things. Balab? Who is this Balab fellow? Uh, Balab... Balab the Perspirer. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sweaty yes, fellow, uh, yes. 
sweaty, sweaty fat fellow, but um, he can find out anything. That's what he's known for. And where would I find this uh, perspirer? A um, Turkish bath uh, in uh, in Pera. Uh, which part of town are we in? Where? Which part of town are we in now? You are in the main island, the so um, sort of just south of the. Have you, can you see the map? Yeah. Yep. Just south of the Golden Horn. So you came across the 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 big bridge from Pera. Yeah. That's actually where you're staying, um, and you're now probably just outside that that circle, okay. sort of zoomed in section. Okay. Um, Yes, you can, you can find out anything for you. Well, for a for a price, of course. <laughs> I see. Do you have an address for this uh, gentleman? He will give you instructions for the Turkish bath. Um, he says you need to uh, you need to send a message to the bath and uh, set up a meeting in advance. I will take the information and say thank you and bid him good day. Okay. Bid you farewell. <laughs> well, this is getting us nowhere fast. Well, he might be useful in finding out the information. <coughs> well, let's send him... Uh, he sounds like a criminal, but... I suppose we shall send a message to the bath and ask for a meeting. Is that that's what the instructions said? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, <laughs> I guess we'll do that. <laughs> okay. In whatever way seems most appropriate. So you're gonna head back, head back to towards the hotel, towards Para and the baths. Sounds like it. Or you can continue to um, to search the area. I'd kind of like to walk around for a little bit still. Okay. You never know. We, um, might, we might stumble on an abandoned mosque that looks particularly scary. And Make a luck roll, a party luck roll between the two of you. Okay, my luck is 64. Uh, that's you then. I'm at 70. Okay. So roll ninety three. <laughs> or not? You, you, well, you know, you you find you find quite a few mosques that you think look look somewhat abandoned and suspicious, um, and they turn out to be boring mosques. <laughs> they look abandoned and suspicious. They turn out to be abandoned and boring. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Some of them aren't even abandoned. Some of them are just a bit run down on the outside. <laughs> well, I guess we should just try to contact this sweaty guy. I'm, a, I'm at a bit of a loss. Mm, I think so. I think. I'm not really good at this sort of thing. I usually just go where the major tells me to and shoot at who the major told me to. So. Not, not good at this sort of investigative police work sort of thing? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> not, my, not my specialty. Yeah, well, I'm usually pretty good. I mean, I could 
I mean, yeah. Investigating is my job. But normally not finding something that's really this old, you know, from the 1200s. <laughs> By just asking around on the street. <laughs> yeah, and I can't speak the language. <laughs> well, so yeah, let's go back to the hotel and uh, see if we can contact the perspirer. Okay. Um, right, the others. Uh, Jan and um, Jean-Paul Henri. You head over to the uh, Top Cap Museum. Top Capi Museum. Um, it's uh, not that far away. It's it's quite close to the um, to the railway station where you were yesterday. And yes, you you head on in. All right. Well. We casually go over the museum looking for the simulacrum. I mean, the, no, no, the scrolls. Oh, the Sedefkar, the Sedefkar exhibit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> is this is this a museum in the sense of lots of things on display, or is this more a museum in terms of? Um, a, an, uh, a place of study. Uh, both, you know, it it has public exhibits, but you know, you, you know from experience that um, the public exhibits will be just a small part of the full collection, and probably have to somehow get access to the rest of it. Okay, well, I guess we can start by asking around about the public exhibits and see if there is something on on that that rascally old scholar um, Sedefkar. <laughs> okay, you would spend half an hour, an hour wandering around looking for for such things. You probably go to the the section on the Fourth Crusade. Um, and there is probably won't surprise you that there is nothing on public display. Okay. Well, I guess we can go speak with the uh, museum director or somebody like that, whoever mm -hmm. we can find. You can certainly ask to... Uh, to see the museum director, um, one of yeah. the members of staff will say, oh, uh, can I inquire as to what you want to ask the director? Yeah, have an appointment? Smith, Professor, we do not, unfortunately. We did not know when we would arrive, but uh, Professor Smith of uh, uh, University in London of great fame and renown, um, is a colleague of ours and has uh, asked us to do some research for him while we are here on other business and uh, we'd like to uh, obviously get some assistance. Oh. Um, famous 
British professor, you say? Yes, yes. Well, the, the director will probably want to see you then. Okay, uh, come this way, come this way. Thank you. Um, takes you through a side door into uh, the parts of the museum out of public access and uh, go, go along several corridors and up some stairs and eventually come to a to a door. He knocks on the door, heads on in, has a conversation in Turkish, and then comes back and says, oh, the, um, the professor will see you now. Ah, oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Um, well, that was I don't know if it's customary to tip um, museum staff, but seems like it might be. <laughs> okay, you can you can certainly tip the uh, uh, young man. He uh, seemed yeah. quite quite happy. I'm surprised. <laughs> um, okay, so you saw on the uh, on the little name clock on the door. It said uh, Professor Azap, director. All right. Um, well, I will start with him in uh, French. Okay. He he will greet you also in French. Oh, very yes. nice. And, Hello. Uh, Professor Director Azap. So thank you for, for uh, taking the time to see us. Well, um, I understand you are... Uh, have some desire to do some research in my museum? Yes, we've heard some wonderful things about your museum. And uh, a Professor Julius Smith. Um, Smith? Smith? University um, of London. Uh, archaeologist? Yes, yes. Yes, I think I've, I've read some of his, some of his papers. Ah, very well. Well, he is, uh... I don't really like the British, but, um... Well, who does, really? But, uh... But this particular man is, uh... Happens, happens, I... Happens to be someone I count amongst my friends. Quite a... Quite a scholar, yes. It'd be good to, um... Good for the university to collaborate with him. Yes, well... How can I help you? Well, he is, um... He has gotten a, a bit of a bee in his bonnet, as the English would say, to uh, to investigate an old uh, an old scholar of ill repute, a uh, Sedefgar. Make a psychology roll. All right. That is going to be not a success. <clears throat> okay. Well, I, I'm there. Let me try. And that's a 26 for um, psychology, psychology. That's a pass. Okay, I think that's a pass. He, he tenses up somewhat at the, at the mention of Sedefkar. Mm. Well, I would certainly notice Henri noticing that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I will look at, you know, at uh, John Paul. Uh, ah, this is, uh, we're not the first, perhaps. 
Oh, well. Sadefka is uh, not exactly um, a part of Turkish history. I wish people to learn more of. He was he was a, a maniac and a cruel man by all accounts. Ah, but I understand he was um, uh, killed by some local heroes. Crusaders, you mean? <laughs> Oh, is it the Crusaders? Yeah, European Crusaders, yeah. local heroes in Istanbul. <laughs> no, 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 I was playing. I was playing it dumb. I was playing it dumb. Uh, oh, was it was it Crusaders that uh, that killed him? I had heard it yes, was uh, yes. a group of. Uh, ah, well, perhaps uh, these these legends always crop up in in strange ways. Well, it's not. Um, Sudefgar himself, but uh, but some of the uh, mystical works that he was in, that somehow uh, uh, Smith is looking at doing a comparative study of uh, mysticism in uh, in different parts of uh, of Europe and the and the Orient. And this, of course, is right on the balance between the two. Yes, yes, I see. Um, you can see he's. he's He's kind of losing interest. Um, okay. Uh, he, you don't need a psychology role. He, he, he seemed he seemed interested in in the idea of a uh, a collaboration with a with a famous right. archaeologist, someone who could maybe raise the profile of of the the museum and university. But now you seem to want to to dredge up. Let, distasteful... let, me, let me cut to the chase here. Uh, we we believe that your museum houses. Some papers that that could put this place where it deserves on the on the map of of, uh, of European of great European resources, and that, uh, that that these are unique and vitally uh, vitally important um, papers that are were created by Sedefgar, we believe, but that they would just really. Change the way we look at archaeology and look at look at the uh, look at that time in history. <sighs> well, and obviously, yeah, I suppose uh, it couldn't hurt. Got... Um... Ah, excellent. Well, I would I would expect um expect to uh, to be able to to. Edit anything you you want to publish. Um, of course, of course. Oh, yes, yes. Okay. Yes, we have no no interest at all in in, in diminishing the reputation of uh, this country. <sighs> okay, okay. Um, uh, just one second, and he um, pulls out a sheet of paper, scribbles something on it. Signs it, hands it back to you, and says, uh, "Take this to the uh, to the archivist, and um, they will uh, they will show you to the collection." Uh, thank you very much, uh, Professor Director. I think this will do great things. Great things. Okay. And he then shows you to the door, and. Uh, 
motions for someone to come over and uh, take you to the uh, to the archives. Whew. Dang. Nice talking. Oh, she'll see. See what we find here. It probably says, please deliver these men to the police. Subtly. <laughs> 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 Don't let them on. <clears throat> no, it says, uh, these men have my permission to view the Sedefkar scrolls. Bam. Okay, so another member of staff takes you down to the archives. You go through, uh, you know, rooms full of uh, crates and uh, shelves full of full of artifacts that have maybe yet to be catalogued or been catalogued and stored away. You see great stacks of books and papers and scrolls. Eventually, come to one of the uh, the archivists who looks at the note and looks at you and raises an eyebrow and says, "Come this way." Thank you. Scroll, scroll, scrolls. Goes to a catalogue. Looks up an index number. Takes you to another room, finds a stack of shelves, walk along the large uh, shelf, go up three shelves, pulls down a crate, opens the crate, um, pulls out some tubes. Uh, Not this one, not this one. Oh, here we go. Yes, uh, here we go. So Death Car Scrolls hands you a ah. <coughs> a sort of <clears throat> large sealed tube. Hmm. Good. Is there an office where we may uh, look at these uh, carefully? Yes, yes, yes. Um, there's a uh, basically motions you to a to a desk over in the yep. corner of the room. Is there a convenient side door where we can slip out with these unnoticed? <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> we might also manage to get the papers out of the tube and the tube returned, and they would not know for another 50 years. that. <laughs> because, of so course, no, ar- no archivist would ever think to check. Right. <laughs> so look inside what's being given him. Exactly. Anyway, the, 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 the archivist will actually stand around while you uh while you open the tube. Okay. Yeah, very exciting. Maybe Good we put on you. some gloves. Um No, not really that um <laughs> <laughs> not that concerned. Nineteen twenty. Um you just, pop the top. I, I've assumed that John Paul is just wearing white gloves all the time. Was I was that wrong? Exactly, yeah. (laughs) You pop the top and look inside. Yes. There are no scrolls inside. There is, however, a piece of paper. (laughs) 
I, I make sure the archivist uh, sees sees this <laughs> as I as I sort of tip out the piece of paper. What? Okay. What is this, John Paul? And you as get. I suspected. The following in the notes. The skinless one reclaims what is his. Cursed be Garaznet the thief. I will hand it to the um, archivist. What? What is this? I don't know. Somebody has been here before us, obviously. This is this is most. Uh, let me. I need. I must check the archives. Uh, um, and he sort of storms off to um, check his records. We'll follow him. Okay. And he looks through. Looks at the. Uh, the index that he got the um, the location of the scrolls from, and he then pulls out another uh, book. He opens that, and he flicks through, and eventually finds a record, and he says, well, the, the last time these were handled was 1823. Wow. <laughs> well, you can certainly. And did um, I guess I'll just ask the archivist when, as you were pulling down the crate and everything, it seemed a little dusty. It, everything seemed uh, suitably uh, undisturbed, as if it had been a hundred years. Hmm. Oh, you, you were there when it happened. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I can um, certainly make a roll on it, but I thought he might have noticed more carefully as he was actually doing the box moving. Don't recall now. Um, you make a, um, make a, I guess, retrospective spot hidden and idea roll. <laughs> All right. I mean, we can also go back there and look at yes, it. Yes, yeah. Uh, zero seven on the spot hidden. I pass uh, on the idea roll. Okay, you can you can head back and have a look at the the box. Um, and you see there's there's a sort of there's a relatively thin layer of dust on it. Um, and you can see you see quite a few finger marks around around the side. It looks like the box at least the box itself has been handled relatively recently, not just by this archivist. Mm-hmm. What else is in the box? Uh, other other s- tubes of scrolls and papers. Is it, is it possible that um, somebody came in here to get a different, checked out a different scroll tube, that one of these other ones, and that's why the dates are off? This was obviously handled relatively recently. 
Well, there's 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 other other items in here. I... Yes, that's what I mean. I'm wondering if you can look at those at the records on those other items and see if somebody. Um, uh, he seems he seems kind of flustered at the um the loss that has uh, occurred here. Sure. Sure. Um. Uh, I, I could check the records. It would, it would take take a while. Um, well, these are very important papers that I believe the uh, we had uh, expected to uh, work with the Topkapi Museum and the Museum of London to uh, to make a great paper that would really. So I think any any information would be would be very useful. Yes, yes, I will. We'll go and examine the records. Um, oh, we are not in a hurry. Okay. He heads off to look through his records. Um, this may be a good place to stop for the day. Cool. Cool. It's too easy. <laughs> me, me, yeah, exactly. As soon as I didn't have to make a fast talk roll to the museum director, <laughs> I figured we were sunk. <laughs> well, I find it uh, fitting how they build us up and make it. Oh, you find this, you find this. Oh, the scrolls are here. Oh, oh let go. <laughs> just uh, enough, just enough, like good luck to give us hope, and then dash yeah. our dreams upon the rocks. Alright, so this is our first hearing of Graznet the Thief, of course. Yes. So but this happened to... once. We had another note, didn't we, that was similar, of the skinless one, something, something? Right, it was in the pocket of the of the skinned man in the library. Oh, in the very beginning. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Wow. That the father, that the father found. See what that one says. This is in Paris, I guess. So this is in London or in Paris? London. London. It was in the London. Was it London? Museum. Yeah. It was London. I thought we skipped the. Uh, that was because that was when the father went to. <coughs> father went to um, look up some stuff in the museum. Or the library. The British Library, yes. Okay, there we go. British Library, good. Session funded 7th. London, disappearing man. Maybe we skipped the library, despite our plans to do that? Maybe we just... I don't no, remember no, forgetting. No, Father Stuart went there, and he found yeah. the body. Yeah, and, and I believe... Uh... uh Remember oh, going in Paris. I forget his name now. My explorer character. Oh was yeah. There. yeah. You've had that many. Hugo. Hugo Sterling. That's right. I'm just not seeing any notes on that. I remember the 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 skin the the man with the note, and he was skinned and perhaps wearing clothing. I guess. But boy, am I not seeing it. Library. The, um, the note. Hugo. The note on the on the skinned corpse in the British Library. Is that what you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
it was a note written in modern Turkish that said, the skinless one will not be denied. Denied, right. yes. Right, yeah. A Tuesday, the 9th of January, 1923. Just one month ago. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Mm. Oh. Is it a similar similar note, uh, handwriting wise or whatever? Um Do you have that note? Did you take it? <laughs> I, yeah, the father, well, I the think father we did, yeah. Took it. yeah. The father originally um, took it. Uh, it was then, in France. It was in yes. you know. Yeah, it was in Paris. It's so remarkably simple. One quick okay. question. Uh, oh, no, you're right. It's London. Never mind. We, it was London. We never, we never yeah. did any research on wherever we found that on the, right, with the note. No, we didn't. Because right. I see that we skip, <laughs> we skip from, skip town immediately, from there yeah. to, to Paris. <laughs> yeah, we we sort of we didn't look at the body too closely. We just Move on. <laughs> well, yeah, big mistake. We we need to go back and, and track who this man was to find out why he was the target, the skinless. No. Yeah. Happening here. And well, if you think about it, the only people that support the skinless one would be other people who are part of this America. So it could possibly be one of our friends. It's the cultist, definitely. Yeah, uh, but what I'm saying is, one why, why is, was this guy the target of the cult? Right. So that's our next clue for next Sunday session. Hmm. And we need to look up this Gorasnet, the thief. And yeah. hopefully, the archivist come up with the lead for us, saying that they that they pulled out a neighboring scroll for so-and-so. Yeah, well, plus that only does, that only helps us with one scroll, not all the other scrolls. Well, I don't know how many scrolls, it did, it sounded like there should have been scrolls uh, in the, in yes. the tube. But. I think it's meant to be one for each part of the body. We've got the scroll of the head. Yeah, right. but the reference yeah. we found is that the scrolls Plural, yeah, I agree. Right. I was expecting, right. I wasn't expecting to, but I was expecting to find multiple scrolls. Uh, right. I was surprised they were all in one tube, but right. why not? <laughs> so how did the one, so one thing that's also we can think about is the head scroll presumably was part of these scrolls, assuming these are multiple scrolls, and how did it get separated and why did it end up wherever it ended up? It ended I think up the... The scrolls were separated at some point. Uh, you know. Well, that's yeah, and I think that's history. what's curious, right? So when when did they come into the? Oh, wait, that's another question we should ask: is when did they come into the museum's possession? The who so donated the, 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 the scrolls? The, the tube that you have um, says Sedefka scrolls. Then um, it says. Four parchment scrolls. Okay. Um, you can see that the, the the label that's on it has a has a space for you know date added to collection, um, mm -hmm. 
etc etc and that date is is listed as unknown hmm okay so that's good though that implies that they were separated before somebody put these four in the museum right probably a clue to that in our well maybe not but also the it also implies that even though that even if there were actually four of them there, there's still one <laughs> unaccounted for. Right. Possibly. Because there should be six total, there right? There should be six, right. 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 That one's probably in Germany or whatever. Mm. Um, is there any indication that this label is written, um, is very faded or maybe it was part of a reorganization and it's not that old, <clears throat> you know, like it's obviously more than a hundred years old or anything like that. How old is the museum? <laughs> um, may have to leave that for next time. Oh, 1892. Brand new. Okay. So that's not not an issue. Nearby archaeological museums, 1836, Janissaries. Hey, well, that was awesome. Wow. Super good. <clears throat> you so have the scroll of the head. Time. Yes? Correct. Yep. Yes. Well, you know the scroll of the head is the first of the five scrolls. And... It, it introduces the rest of them, and okay. it lists the other scrolls. Oh, okay. So there are, so there are not. It lists only the four yeah. other scrolls. Well, that's confusing. Okay. <laughs> okay. Maybe it's arms, uh, legs, torso, and well, putting it all together or something. Or, yeah. Does it say what they are? There are the scroll, there's the scroll of the head, do you have? The scroll mm -hmm. of the belly, the scroll okay. of the legs, and the scroll of the okay. right hand, and the scroll of the left hand. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, good times, guys. Yeah, okay. thanks again. Yeah, for sure. Thanks have very good, much. Have a good week, y'all. So see you tomorrow. Catch you later. Catch you yep. next week. All right. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Later, guys. Bye. Bye.